Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome to a down-the-line credit crunch special with me, Gary Bellamy. Alistair Darling's bound to have something to say about the economic crisis in his budget. But more importantly, what do you have to say about it? How is it affecting you? Have you lost money? Have you lost your job? Are you in debt? Go on, give us a call. You owe it to us. <laughs> the number is 0800 068 7060 or you can email us on downtheline at bbc.co.uk. You can't escape it. No other topic can knock it off the front pages. But in this crisis, have we forgotten the more important things? Like, for instance, global warming, teenage knife crime... And I was reading today that we don't hate the French as much as we used to. What is happening to this country? Let's uh, start off now with a phone call from Siren Sister. It's Humphrey Milner. Hello. Yes, good evening, uh, Gary. Good evening. It's my belief, Gary, that most of the problems we're currently experiencing in this, in this country are down to a, a fundamental shift in, in attitude towards borrowing. Yes. yes but, but by and large, pe- people used to live by the rule... Never a borrower, nor nor a lender being. It's very wise advice. It's something we we should be mindful of in, in these times. <laughs> right. Another old saw that that springs to mind is a molehill of debt leads to a mountain of worry. I've not heard of that one before. Or, or the the mole of borrowing is always burrowing. No. Master worm goes naked. Uncle mole wears a coat of velvet. And Mistress Mine dons silk and shellfish. Oh, you're, oh, you're saying it's mole-based. I'm not sure that's germane to this discussion. Really. Just, no. I'm somewhat exercised by, the, by the, the problems of moles at the moment. They're playing havoc with my lawn. So, Humphrey, have you ever borrowed any money? Well, I did, I did to um, mortgage the, the house, but it wasn't a vast sum. You know, I, I, I have a large um, house in Sirencester, and I bought it in the, in the late 1940s. Mm. Uh, it, it cost £27. See, that's funny, isn't it? How something that twenty-seven pounds. Now, how much is it worth now? It's worth uh, two point six million, I believe, at the last um, valuation. Right. So you know, it, it's gone up a bit. I, I took twenty-five years to pay off the mortgage for twenty-seven pounds. It, uh, it was. Uh, I paid just over a pound a year. Wow. Houses were really that cheap then, £27. Well, of course, you know, the, the, the average annual wage in those days was a lot lower. Um, I was earning in those days uh, three shillings um, a month. Right, how much is that? In, in today's in, money, yeah. that's about €26,000, I believe. It's, it's baffling, isn't it? It is baffling. Hmm. Thank you, Humphrey. Uh, let's go straight to our second caller. Hello, who's there? Hello, it's John here. Hello, John. Yeah, I'm reading about all these uh, bank bonuses and the fat cuts and all that. Yeah. What's that? I'm older, isn't it? Why is well, that? I, I, I go down a bank, what, my local bank. Well, I go in there, there's about 30 people queuing up. There's, there's four people behind the glass jump, right? Yeah. Three of them aren't even looking at us. Yeah. And there's one bloke with a pen. He comes up, he stares at you, and he turns around and goes into the back for a cup of coffee. Why is he getting hundreds of thousands of pounds on top of his, on top of his wages? He's getting, he's getting a fair wage, don't It's he? not those kind of people getting the money. Eh? It's not the people working the branches that are getting the money. Ain't it? It's the bosses. OK, I've got Malcolm on the line now, and uh, we're talking about debt. Hello, Malcolm. Hi. Uh, you're, you're talking about debt and debt and debtors and that, and I've had my own problems with it. Mm. Basically, I was a bit short like the end of the week, and I just wanted like 450 for a packet of tabs, yeah. and I had no change, so I rang the number off the telly, like, right. you know, 
borrow like up to like 50, 50 grand. Of course. And um, I says, can you lend us like a fiver? Mm. And um, this is I, we can, but you know, do you not want more? And that's how they get you, Gary. Like the, the, like, the lower you're in was like like a spider, yeah. or a, you know, like a honeybee. Yeah. I only wanted like yeah, a fiver for a packet of tabs and some kits. And the phone call, I was like 50k in debt. So what did you do with the 50,000 pounds? I bought lots of tabs and kits. What? Sorry, tabs, and what's that? Tabs and kits. That's like cigarettes and sweets. Right. But like 50k, I mean, you can only have so many bubblicious, can't you? Yeah. But they ring up Monday morning, says, where's the payment? And I says, what do you mean? And, and I'm already I'm already up to me knackers and debt, Gary. Because you kind of feel like they're just giving you this money, don't you? Okay, we're talking about the credit crunch, and uh, on the line now we have Graham Downs. Hello, Graham. Hello, Gary. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. So, how, how have you been affected by this uh, economic downturn? Well, I think we've all been affected. Um, if not actually, but mentally, Gary. Do you find the price of food's gone up? I find, well, my mother runs a tight ship. Mm. I'll tell you something, Gary. When I was young, I used to, in school, I used to run a loan business. I'm not proud of it, Gary, but I'd you lend the money to the other children and I'd do the, you know, I'd do the debt collection. I'd go, you give me that money, babe, I'll punch your lights out. I'll right. knock you out, I'll go through you. You know, I was mm. quite vicious, really. I mean... I would, you know, I would punch those kids and get the money off them, and then then I'd lend the money to other kids, and then I'd punch them, you know, and get the money. Basically, I'm like, I was like a one-man Royal Bank of Scotland, you right. know. Right. Yeah. I, I want to say something to you, Gary. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed this. In the past, I'm always thinking about it, but... It was only the hot countries, wasn't it, that used to, like the South American and the African countries that used to get into debt. But now, mm. it's not just them, is it, Gary? We're getting the cold countries are going into debt. I mean, look at Iceland, Gary. Yeah. I mean, that says collapse. And I was wondering, is, is there anything to do with global warming, Gary? Um, actually, Graham, I don't think it has anything to do with global warming, no. Oh, okay, but we need to be worried about that yeah, as well. Do, but do, I find that um, it doesn't really affect me in a massive way because I haven't got any savings. I'm not a banker. I think people like us. Not what some people say, Gary. <laughs> Thank you very much, Graham. That's a, thanks for your call. No need for um, that, don't worry, it? it's nothing to do with global warming. So don't lose any sleep over that, and don't resort to any comfort eating. Okay, I'm going to take another call now. It's Pascal. Oh, and apparently he's been upset about something I said earlier about the French. Ah, 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 stop, stop, stop. What? I live here. Mm? Stop, 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 stop. I live here. Mm? I live here. Why are you doing this? <laughs> well, we were just discussing a, a topical point. Stop. Um, why ah. uh, people don't uh, hate the French anymore. Stop, stop, stop. I mean, we used to, and now we don't. Ah, it's, a, ah, it's a perfectly... Ah, 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 what? Stop. I live here. I know you just told us that. I live here now. Okay. You are a bad man. You are a bad man. No. For you. Up, no, up, I'm just. Up, up, I'm up. allowing people to speak. I'm not a bad man for allowing people allowing to speak to and speak, say their opinion. I'm allowing you to speak, aren't I? Monsieur. What? No, we're just having a discussion. We're not saying. We're just having you a discussion. Must, I, 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 I live here. I know you live here. You've told me four times. No, hang on. No, I'm just. Hello? I'm still here. I'm waiting for you to speak. I don't like you. Oh. Thanks, Pascal. Thanks very much for your call. Ah. That's Pascal there reminding us of why we hate the French. Okay, my next caller is Patricia, and uh, we're talking about the credit crunch. How is it affecting you, Patricia? Well, I have got a little 
little bit of money that I want to invest, Gary. And it's a lovely um, pair of chaps up the road around the antique shop. And I was saying to somebody, they have a terrific lifestyle. And they said, um, oh, that's a pink pound for you. And um, I, I wondered, if, if this pink pound is so strong, mm. how can I invest in that? How can I... Well, Patricia, the, the pink pound is just the gay pound. The gay pound? Mm. You see, gay men and women, because they don't have children in the family, they have a greater disposable income and they spend it mainly on facial creams. Oh, and then if I... I haven't even asked David about this, but no. if, I, if I did uh, go down that road, how quickly... Um, Patricia, I think we're talking about a lifetime's commitment. I, I do have a very good friend... Janet, I might ask. Listen, I think you need to go away and think very hard about this. And I don't think there's any guarantee that the pink pound is going to perform any better than the straight pound. You know, it might have its own economic downturn. It might go... Thanks very much for your call. Oh, yes, thanks, Go. Bye. Sorry I couldn't be much more help. Okay, I've got Samson on the line. Hi, Samson. Good evening. A lot of people are talking about the uh, credit crunch and and, and people owing money and things like this, right? Yeah. What they're failing to realise is that the Lord has opened the book of account. He's saying, you have spent, now let us see what is the consequence of your profligacy. And mm. people are failing to understand that. The account of marriage has come to book, and the Lord wants a answer for the wrongdoing, for the people that are besmirching the hurt with all of their wrongdoing and all of their lascivious behavior. So is that is a, what is going on, and people are failing to see like that. Noah's Ark, when he flooded everyone for, for being naughty, now he's saying... You know, I'm going to kind of flood your economic thing. Uh, the Lord is saying, give me an account, an explanation of what you have done. Right. The time is coming mm. when fire and brimstone shall rule yes. all the world and uh, all of you sinners is shall in the, burn in the fire right, of hell. Listen, calm down a second. Do not go into the cinemas and watching pornographic movies and uh, masturbating yeah. yourself right. in the street and on the bus. What okay. the hell is going on in this world? There's too much page tree sinners, woman Samson, throwing, Samson, throwing Samson. their breasts. Perhaps you're right. Perhaps we have been uh, worshipping money for too long and it's come back and bitten us on the, on the behind. Of course that is what is happening. Well, Samson, that seems as good as any solution that the politicians have come up with. Maybe we should just start praying. We all have to pray, my friend. We Not can pray our pray. way out of this economic downturn. Pray, but stop going to the lap dancing bar. It is right. disgusting. It is and terrible. It is thank you for your call. Us, you Thanks, know. thank you, thank you. So there you are, praying, not paying. Now, this is a very confusing subject as to what's going wrong with the banks, and we don't really know what's going on. So thank God we have an expert on the line from America. We have uh, Tom Wiley. Yeah, Professor Tom Wiley, and I'm a cronchologist, and hope that I can shed a little light on matters. Cronchologist, what exactly is that? Well, I, I analyze the financial situation across the globe. Oh. I monitor those and I report on my findings to the various uh, important Western governments. So what can you tell us about this credit crunch? Well, first of all, the essential problem is why the banks aren't lending to each other. And, and unfortunately, nobody really knows. That's the thing. That's the problem. That's the big one. The market has become opaque. Right. Nobody, and I mean nobody on the planet, can second-guess it anymore. So we don't know how we're going to get out of this. Exactly. Will this massive government drive to increase public spending work? Uh, are you aware of TARP, the U.S. bailout program? Yes, I am. Uh, and that's kind of printing more money. What does that actually mean? Oh, that's a fairly simplistic uh, analysis of TARP. Um, okay. Well, maybe you can explain to us exactly what it is then. Well, uh, nobody really knows. You see, that's the problem. 
I think the one thing we're all agreed on throughout mm. the world is that this current financial downturn stems initially from the collapse of the subprime mortgage market. Okay, and can you explain to us exactly what is the, uh, the subprime mortgage market? Well, nobody really knows, but mm. it's led, of course, to sovereign default and stagflation. So, and what is stagflation? Well, stagflation is, again, uh, something that nobody really knows anything about. Right. Are these just made-up words that these bankers make up and obviously know nothing about? <laughs> well, uh, let me put it like this. Without credit default swaps and capital requirements and leverage, we wouldn't be able to address this problem at all. What is a credit default swap? Well, I'm afraid that nobody really knows. Someone must know. Well, if you find them, would you point them in my direction, please? What exactly is a, is, is a hedge fund, then? Well, uh... Let me... Hmm, how can I put this? Mm. Nobody really knows. Well, thanks very much for your call. Thanks very much. OK, my next caller is Wendy, who's got a bit of a problem with debt. Is that right, Wendy? I'm £12,000 overdrawn. Right. I get out a loan, a £13,000 loan, to get over the overdrawnness. Mm. So then I've got £1,000 spare, see? But then bank charges are so much mm. that £1,000 is all gone. So not only have I got... So I know I've got an overdraft, but I've got £13,000... Low. Yeah. So then I try and remortgage. Yeah. And then the the price it drops. So then I'm fifty thousand less. Mm. And then I've got this on, on stall cards. You know, stall cards older than that. I've yeah. got fifteen thousand pounds on that. Fifteen thousand pounds on store cards. Because I, I like to dress well, you know. I'm a bit of a silly basket. I like to dress. So how much are you overdrawn now? Well, I don't know. I I rang up to make you so you could work it out. So, right. So I said, I was £12,000 overdrawn, I got a £30,000 loan. I think that the best thing to do is to stop spending. No. You know, you know what I'm, I'm hoping to spend my way out of my debt crisis. I've read in magazine you can do that. Spend your way out of debt. You can't spend you your can. way out of debt. You know, it's all good for the economy, isn't it? You know, the common market, all of that spending. Because if people don't spend, like around Christmas, when's Christmas if people don't spend? The, the, the country is in doldrums, isn't it? Yeah, but it's because... But when you spend a lot of money on Christmas, the country's doing really well. So I reckon if I spend a lot of money, then I, I will get myself out of the problem. Yeah, you're a silly basket, but with people like you around, I'm, I'm almost tempted to set, to set my own loan company. Would you do that, Gary, for me? No. I've called that once before. Right. Right, thanks for your call. Thanks. Bye. My next caller is Adam Kirby, and you also want to talk about debt, is that right? Oh, do I, international debt. Ah, international yes, debt. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know... What I don't understand is, mm. they've got all this terrible debt in Africa. Yes. What I don't understand is, I'm, I'm a little bit in debt, mm. but I've bought, uh, you know, I've got a, a really nice Audi, uh, flat screen TV. Right. Really, the top of the range stereo system, um, uh, you know, nice clothes for the wife, jewellery, I've got all this stuff to show for the Africans. Mm. They, you know, they've, they, they've got this massive debt, they, but they, they don't, they've got bugger all. <laughs> you know, you'd think, the massive amount of debt they've got, you go out there, they'd all be driving Audis and watching flat screen no, TVs. It's not the have they spent it all on? Well, I'm not Bono, but from my understanding, the way African debt works is that it's the, um, the money that they, that comes, the, they earn is, um, no one really knows. OK, I've got Dave from Crawley on the line. Uh, hello, Dave. How's the credit crunch affecting you? Not at all. Hasn't made the slightest difference. Oh, that's good. Just ignoring it. I mean, right. you know, the movies are still coming out. Telly's still on. 
Mm. Football matches still on every night of the week. Mm. It's not really made any difference to anyone, has it? Well, I, I That's why I think this emergency cut in VAT is a catastrophe. Why do you think it's a catastrophe? Because the government are saying, we've got a panic on, oh my God, what can we do? Cut two and a half percent. What difference does that make to anyone? Why do they keep mucking about with this stuff? Mm. It's pointless. So you'd rather the VAT be back at 17.5% and stay as it has been for many years? What's really changed on a day-to-day basis? Nothing. Just all the papers are full of all this rubbish about how we're all going to hell in a handcart. Well, I'm not. <laughs> You're not. Well, uh, Penny you measure, one after the other. Yeah. Every single week, the interest rate gets cut. Why do they keep mucking about with it? So there you are. Stop worrying. Life goes on. OK, let's go to some emails now. We've had a huge, huge response to this topic. Um, let's have a look here. I've got one here from Ewan Griffiths in Swansea, who says, I've just lost my job. OK, um, we've got another one here uh, from Hugh Whitehead from Cumbria, lovely part of the world. He says, I've just been made redundant. Right, have we got any emails, uh, anything other than... No? Right, well, you're listening to... Gary Bellamy, I'm still here, working my nuts off. I forgot to mention, actually, my introduction, the award-winning Gary Bellamy. I've now notched up three, which is pretty cool. Uh, so, yes, you're listening to the award-winning Gary Bellamy on Down the Line, 0800 068 7060. So let's go to Sheffield now for another call. Hello. Hi, Gary. Hi. How are you doing? All right? I'm OK, thanks. So how are you, man? How are you coping in this uh, credit crisis? Obviously, I'm on my guard the whole time. We have to be, don't we? Because... I think what we're seeing is society exposed, aren't we? We really appreciate the fragility of society. Mm. Suddenly, a layer's gone, and there's chaos lurking. Mm. The lies that society's based on. We're on a knife edge, aren't we, Gary? Now Wittard's gone bust. Absolutely. It's a terrible business. You know, some people have spun out of control. I know. All it would take is some lunatic to mm. pack a van full of explosives mm. and drive it into the heart of, I don't know, say the financial district, and boom, yeah. we see the whole thing spiral into barbarism. Then, yeah. a strong leader would have to emerge, wouldn't he, Gary? With, I don't know, a military background to step forward, to raise a fist mm. and lead the way out of darkness, you know? And Are you saying... Then he this... could perhaps, I don't know, take several wives if he wanted. I'm not saying that it would be me. No. But I could do it. I could step up to the plate. Somebody's going to have to get it, all right? Yeah. Would you like to be in control of our financial systems? I'm not going to make any claims for myself. But all I'm saying is, look out if you need me. Make the call, and I will come. I, I know that, you know, with money worries and depression, people can be driven to do some pretty awful things. And exactly, I, I, exactly. Yeah. Well, I would just that's say, when you need people like me. Well, guy. yes, that's also when you need doctors, and maybe you should go and see one. Uh, OK, uh, let's go to another caller now. Oh, oh Zutalo! We have someone on the line who actually likes the French. Hello. Hello, Gary. I hope you're well. Mm. My friend and I, Pat, absolutely... Dotty about France, we're real Francophiles, and we go over, we adore the cuisine, and we adore the countryside, we love the cheese, and brie, and camembert, and we like the chocolate, and we like the wine, and we like the calvados, and we like just how central the whole experience is. It's not only delicious, but it's so cheap as well. And so we enjoy all the food, and then we get the seats down in the back of Pat's estate car, and we stuff it up. Absolutely to the rafters with fags. With fags? Yeah, we're terrific smokers, Pat and I, so we come home and we smoke ourselves silly. And that's why you love the French? Absolutely. Thanks very much for your call. OK, Gary, 
revoir. Oui. À tout à l'heure. Yeah, bon, bon. Salut. OK, we're talking about the credit crunch, and on the line now we've got Tony Dean from Liverpool. How you doing? All right. Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. How are you doing? Oh, I'm all right. You know, really, about this credit crunch and all these people ringing in, saying they're in debt and they can't afford this, they can't afford that, they've got mm. payments to pay. We've been like that for years up here, like yeah. all these wins and sunners. They've had it too easy down mm. there. They've earned too much money buying a house four years later. It's worth six times as much as they paid for it. Yeah. They should learn what it's like, mate, to live in the real world. So you're managing OK because you're used to it? Managing OK? We're dying up here, lad. It's not all Keyside developments and bloody Miguel Arteta and Torres with his bloody long hair. OK, I've got, um... <clears throat> Lucky on the line, it's not a dog. I'm ringing up about does money make you happy. Mm. I've won the lottery, the pools, the horses, the dogs, the bingo, the blinder data. Every raffle I've ever entered, I've won contest galas, lucky dips, euro million, scratch cards, birthday bonus, online blackjack, poker. I've won it all, Gary, I'm lucky. I reckon I could be the luckiest person in the world. Really? How much money have you won? Literally hundreds of pounds. I've won £10 on the lottery, £5 on the pools, a couple of quid on the dogs, a man on blinder data. We're still together. They call me lucky. My real name's Cinnamon. I've led a charmed life, Gally. And you know what? What? I'm going to leave all my money to the National Front. Goodbye. Right. Your money, your choice, I suppose. Moving swiftly on, um, who's our next caller? Hello, who's there? Hello, Mr Bellamy. Is that Julius? That's right. Yeah, hi. Uh, uh, I've just been listening to all this discussion about the credit crunch and mm. different things like that, you yeah. know. I've got the feeling that people are misunderstanding the fact that it is love that makes the world go round. Eh? But have you heard the term poverty walks in, love walks out? I have not heard that. Oh. I had these, these fellows, you know, the gas, uh, the electric council and so forth. They come into my house calling my name to the letter pocket. I tell him, what does it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world but lose his own soul? I will not pay you. Mm. Eh? Mm. Your charges are exorbitant. Yeah, I don't think you can pay your utility bills with love, Julius. I'm sitting in darkness. Yeah, well, there you go. And they've even taken my engine. <laughs> Do you think what? I'm bothered about it? it because I've got love in my heart. They took your car. It was a Dawson Cherry. Mm. He had leather chair throughout, but they took it. So, thinking about love is keeping your spirits up, is it, Julius? You know, I'm looking forward to the summer. I oh. think that's when the ladies come out in the springtime. Oh, yes. They take off all their clothes. And Certainly, they... that'll make us a bit happy, won't it, seeing a few pretty ladies? I hope, hope they get their clothes repossessed. Well, they're all lying down there. Uh, on the on the on the grass with the bikini or whatever mm. reading the book under the you trees. You can come and just recite to them some words of Baron or Shelley or yeah. whatever. I like it when women have sat down on the grass for too long. You get those lovely little marks on the back of their legs. Oh, that's so delicious, isn't it? And then you come sometime when they are, when they are turned over, they got the mark of the G string or whatever it yeah. is. I mean, who's worrying about credit crunch when you see the nice voluptuous mm. and derriere of the lady? It takes it all away, that. doesn't it? it? Takes it all away. Well, it take, well, well, that is what I'm saying to you. Now you are realizing. Mm. that what matters is not this matter of credit crunch or whatever. Who's worrying about that? Crunch or crunch or crunch or not crunch. If the lady, she's delicious and mad watering enough, I couldn't give a monkey. No. Do you know what, Julius? I really am coming around to your way of thinking. Love making the world go round. You oh. must nibble the ladies as much as you can, my friend. Give them a nibble. Thanks very much for your call. Thank you so much. Talking of lovely ladies, we've got a lovely lady on the line now. We've got Rose from Muswell Hill. Hello, Rose. Oh, hello, dear. Hello. Hello. What are, you, what are you ringing about? It's a bit nervous. I'm a first-time caller. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm quite an elderly uh, lady. Right. I'm 72. And? And um, I 
problems with debt, really. I don't really know who to talk to or turn to. OK, well, maybe maybe talk to Gary Bellamy. Oh, yes. Could you put me on to him, please? No, this... I, this I'm... This, anyway, this is me. Oh. Right. So I'm speaking to him now, yes? Yeah. yeah. I'm a bit more confident now, then. Good. Um, have a lot of problems with debt, monetary mm. debt. Mm. I mean, don't ask me how much um, debt how I'm much? in. Sorry? Well, how much? Well, no, I'd rather you didn't. It's the, you can, if you're, like, one pound in debt, it's quite easy. I could lend you a pound. If you're £100,000 in yeah, debt... I am, unfortunately. £100,000. I'm in debt to the tune of £180,000. Right. Which is a lot of money these yeah. days. And this is... Well, it's a lot of money. And, and, and this has accumulated over how many years? Two years. Two, two years? Yes. So yes. you need £180,000. Otherwise, what happens? Well, I mean... I have nowhere really to live. I'm living at my sister's, but she's very old. Well, do you know, let me tell you a bit of advice. My brother, uh, who... Uh, I don't have a brother, no. No, but let me tell you about my brother here. He oh, got, your brother, I'm sorry. I thought my, you said my brother. My brother got into a lot of debt, yes. and he wrote a letter to the bank and said, I'll pay you back £1 per week, because it's all I can afford. They'd rather have £1 a month than nothing at all. Do you see what I mean? Tell me that again. Well, you declare yourself bankrupt, or you offer the bank £1 per week or per month, right? And that's how you can pay it off. Say it again. If you, if you write a letter to can, your bank... Can I write this down, if it's of any assistance? Right. Say to the bank, I will send you... I, I will can't, send you. Hold on, I, I'm writing this down. I can't afford the 180... Hold on, slowly, one second. My glasses are somewhere. Hold on. Yes. Okay? Yes. I the, can't... The light in this, in my sister's house... I'll tell you, when you get my age, there's a light. <laughs> okay, hold on one second. Just sitting down. Go on. Right. I can't afford to pay you £180,000. Are you talking of this you can't afford, or is this actually a this letter? Is from, this is a letter. This is what you have to put down in your letter. Right. I can't afford that £180,000. Who can? No, but you... I can't. I'm not... You can't. You can't. No. Well, no, I told you I can't. I know that. So you... I have to live with my sister. Right. Say, I'm living with my sister. Are you? No, I'm not living with my sister. No. You are. Yes. There's nothing wrong with living with your sister, really. I mean, it's fair. You're living with your sister. Yes. I'm not living with... I'm living with my girlfriend, Michaela. Right. You live with your sister. But I don't need to mention any of that. No, you don't. Right, start again. <sighs> right, just say, I can't afford to pay the £180,000. I can't afford to pay, yes. I'm willing to offer £1 per month. I'm willing to offer you, probably... £180,000 no, a month. No, no, no. £1. That's much too much. I could never afford that. That's one, the problem I mean in the beginning. £1. Is Gary Bellamy there? Yes. Right. Mm. I don't really know if what you're saying makes a lot of sense, young man. And they put you on the radio. Look, my brother's done it. Yes, my brother has done it. You right. don't say that. Your brother hasn't done it. I'll, I'll write that my brother has done it. And, and, and in some way it could deflect the, the blame onto him. That won't make any difference. No, but it then won't... You're, look, then you're lying, you're being dishonest. But it won't make... Oh, don't write everything down, I say. What have you written so far? Um, I can't afford £180,000. I'm willing to offer you £180,000. No. My brother has done it, but it wasn't make any difference. I don't think it'll work, that. No, listen, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Uh, we have to stop there. If you could stay on the yes. line, okay? Yes. Uh, Matt will go through with you and... Exp so, Matt's wait. No, not Matt. Someone, someone, someone will go through with you what you have to do, okay? Thanks for your call. Thanks, Rose. Bye.
Okay, we've really got to move on now. We've got time for one last quick point from a caller who's on the line who is a victim of the credit crunch. Hello. I certainly am. Mm. I'd like to plot my fag squarely on top of the mountain and tell you I've lost three businesses. My weekend college in the Cotswolds, a house mm. in Tuscany. I've lost money in aluminium, copper, steel, chocolate, fruit and vegetables. My mistress is long gone. I've been forced to put all my children into state school and I've shot their ponies. Beat that. <laughs>